Theme song, theme song. Scoo boo bow bow wow wow. Scoo scoo. Oh, a little extra tonight. <laughs> I've gotten many compliments, and by many, I mean two on I mean, the theme song. It's better than none. So I don't know. Until we have someone who is able to produce music and a theme song for us, which would mean we would have to have a budget. Which would mean that's never gonna happen. One day. We might be in for the long haul on the homemade scatalading skadoodling scoot gap babat babat theme song. All right. Hello everybody. Welcome back to Can Complain Pod. We're we excited back. to have you here. Uh episode number two. We have to say thank you for all of the love and support for episode number one, the pilot episode. Um, I think in the last week, we have gained 100 Instagram followers. We have had 10 five-star reviews on Spotify, 15 on Apple Music, oh, really? Apple Podcasts, realize. I mean, and then also three, no, four? Maybe three or four written reviews on Apple as well that were good. So, you know, we really want to say shout out to all of our friends who are leaving positive words on the platforms. The more you rate, the more you review, the more that those plat platforms suggest our pod to outside listeners. So it's really appreciated. And we're excited. We're we're excited that our friends are excited. Yeah, we've had quite a lot of people uh bring it up to us. Yeah. Listening, yeah. share, mentioning it to their friends, putting it in their story. Mm-hmm. Literally very like, sweet. like I said, our friends are supportive. Our We're friends, of course. I, you know, everyone brings up that moment in that clip where you're like, it's going to be our closest friends. And I say, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> and I didn't mean that any type of way other than I, I believe that we will get more than our closest friends to listen. Yeah. Um, but of course it starts at home, you know, yeah. I mean, and uh, branches the out from us. there. So yeah, here we are. Um, you know, we've set the foundation for who we are and I think I'm excited to dive into more of the, uh, complaining aspect of the can complain Absolutely. pod, our namesake. I've been taking notes. Oh yeah, me too. It's so funny mm-hmm. that you and I both started a notes <laughs> section in our notes app. Uh, in the middle of the night, I will just have a thought about what I want to complain about. And I just stream of yeah. conscious, just start typing it in because not that the show is scripted by any means, but you know, it's like you have a good idea it's and like I, I forget ideas the second they come into my head. Mm-hmm. So I need to jot them down or they'll be gone forever. Well, yes, so. we, we did clip this out of the last episode, but, um, before we started the complaining section, last episode, Amanda said to me, Mikey, what do you have to complain about today? And I just went blank. The amount of things I have to complain (laughs) about is abundant, but But, when put on the spot, I couldn't think of one single thing. So I have been taking notes. Mm -hmm. I am prepared. I have Mm -hmm. things to complain about today. Great. Wonderful. Well, um, we had a nice week. We're filming this on football Sunday. So go Giants, even though they are looking like they're not going to be great. I don't know if you saw, but they lost 40 to zero yeah, to I the Dallas Cowboys. I did not see. Uh, one thing to note is, ironically enough, I will be honest, this is ironic. 
I am definitely the more athletic of the two of us. Isn't it ironic? But I don't keep up with sports. I enjoy mm-hmm. watching them. If they're on, I get them. I understand them. I, I'm into it. I will act as though I have been a fan my whole life, mm-hmm. but I do not follow it at all. At all. You, I don't know anything. I do. I've never actually kept up with football. I keep up with baseball more than anything, but even then, I don't really. really keep up with it. Yeah, it's like those who can't play watch. Correct. And you can play, but you don't watch. Right. But I also I, don't play. Well, you I are, could, but you but could. I don't. You you grew right. up playing soccer. Yeah. And softball. I mean, well, technically, I did not play softball because oh, no, at no, that no. point I had broken my wrist and had a wrist injury, so I could not play softball. I managed the softball Which team. Which is the gay. I was the manager thing of the gays. Get- First of all, it's like every softball player gay, yeah. and then sometimes there's a straight girl that plays softball, and it's like just wait till she gets to college, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, not only were you were like the lord of the gays. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to manage yeah. the lesbians. Yeah. So, so I, I will not speak for every single person on that team, but the vast majority that I have seen have come out. Congratulations, everybody. I'm so happy for you. T, we don't have our cups of water in front no, of us I forgot this week. To pour them. But um, congrats, folks. Yes. We didn't see that one coming. <laughs> didn't see that one coming out. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have never been athletic. We did play kickball. We were on a kickball league Please. for a second. Uh, not really you a second. Were it was the, like four years. You were four or five years. Yeah, a long it second. Was, it was a terrible. But long, I was good. Horrible I was good second. At kickball. You were the MVP of the league, female MVP. I never won any that, such award. Uh, oh, technically, we won cutest couple award. Other than kickball, recreationally, I have never played a sport. Um, I. Uh, I auditioned. That's, that's, you don't even need to finish the story. You told me. I did not audition. Um, I, what is it, tried out? Yeah. I tried out for soccer. This is middle school. I tried out for soccer, did not get it. Tried out for basketball, did not get it. Tried out for track and field, had an asthma attack oh, halfway through God. the tryout, did not get it. Um, tried out for cheer, cheerleading, I did get it. So at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the flyer, which is the one that they throw up into the air. But, you know, I think I killed it. I did not have fun because it was a middle school cheerleading group. But the Was it competitive? Yeah, because we would go and compete against the other middle schools in the area. So mm. we did have cheer competitions. So it wasn't even, first of all, I don't even remember us once cheering at a basketball or soccer. Like we uh-huh. had sports at yeah. my school, but never once was I out on the soccer field. Go team. Go team. I don't remember ever doing that, but we were in the lunchroom, the cafeteria, or the gym constantly rehearsing on mats for an upcoming cheer competition. We had a summer training session where every day at like 7.30 in the morning, my mom would like drop me off at this local. Your mom would wake up at 7.30 in the morning to take you somewhere? (laughs) You didn't walk. (laughs) You didn't take the bus. We love you, mom. (laughs) 
So someone, I mean, you actually bring up a valid point. Somebody was bringing me very early in the morning to this cheer camp every day. And it was from like early in the morning until sunset, this intensive cheer camp. It's like, am I literally like on that Netflix show? It was, yeah, cheer, cheer. Thank you. (laughs) The Netflix show about cheering, cheer. You got it. So it was just like constant running the routine after routine, trying to figure out who can tumble. And I'm like, we're in middle school. We're acting like we are about to cheer for a D1 football game. Yeah. And um, anyway, we did, I think, end up winning uh, at the competition. But that's why I have a feeling I only did it for one year. But I got bullied out of cheer because at – see, this is where the timeline doesn't make sense. I think I think I did do it for two years. In the first year, I almost quit because I was still a flyer at this time. And one of the girls, I remember her very, very well. She was a base or a back spot, my back spotter. Mm-hmm. She told the other three girls, when she goes, when you throw her up, just don't catch her. Her, I would call my back spotter. And one, like, so she's the back spotter. And then one of our bases ended up listening. Welcome, pig, to the show. He just hopped up on the couch. So one of the backspotters in the bases ended up dropping me, like not catching me on my way down. And the other two girls caught me. But again, if my back support and one of my mm-hmm. side support is not catching me, I'm falling down like you this. could have had a broken leg. Could have broken my neck and died. Well, I'm glad you did. Anyway, the girl told me, yeah, by the way, she told us not to catch you. So long story short, it was so competitive and so just bully central. And that's when I determined I'm going to go into the theater. And um, nobody bullies theater kids. Well, then I just went to a high school where it was all theater kids. That's true. So it's like, how are the weirdos going to bully other weirdos? We're all weirdos. And I ended up really enjoying my high school experience because of that, because we were all strange so long story short go giants go go big blue uh big big this is this is literally what we mean when we say we always make our way back to what we were talking Mm -hmm. about so it's football sunday my fantasy teams they're doing good they're doing bad every time i look it's good it's bad it's back and it's fourth so sending Good vibes my way for a winning fantasy team, folks. By the time you watch this episode, it'll be next week's fantasy. <laughs> but we're here. Uh, what else did we do this week? We went to a wedding this right. weekend. Yeah. Yesterday. We yeah. we actually had two weddings that we were invited to yesterday, and we were devastated that we had to not go to one because there's only – I mean, there's two of us, but I'm not splitting up. Like yes. that wouldn't be fair. So shout out to Casey and Ben, who we absolutely adore. Casey is our one of our first roommates in the yeah. city. Uh, she we met her on, on Facebook, Facebook Gypsy Housing. Shout Facebook out group, Gypsy Housing, Gypsy, throwback Gypsy Housing still exists actually, <clears throat> probably. But that's how we met Casey, and 
It was just, she's such a gem. Mm-hmm. She's talented. Yeah. She's she can, funny. I, I genuinely don't think there's anything she cannot do. No. And she's an instrument player, yeah. a coffee connoisseur. Yes. She can craft a coffee like no yeah. other. Yeah. She is always, you know, she's doing pottery giving. now. She's always pottery. She's always yeah. giving to. She had a podcast. She Public the, service, like, yes. you know, public radio. Yeah. Um, she she works on pod. Maybe we need to hire Casey to help yeah. us with this podcast. Casey, we'll give you a call. Yes, congratulations. Casey is the to uh, my <laughs> intro into podcast was through Casey. I think I don't even know. I didn't even know they existed mm-hmm. until Casey started talking about them. Well, because you used to babysit for somebody who yes, who had a podcast, who had a podcast, and Casey really wanted to get a job at that podcast, yes. and uh, it didn't happen. But, she, but all for the best because she ended up she going ended up and living going her on life. Bigger, better she things. Was yep. on. Was it the Wall Street Journal? Is that? I believe. I think maybe. that's who she was working with. I don't know. Shout out Casey. We love we her. Are so we sorry are so sorry that we happy. could not be there and we could not teleport and be in two places at one yes. time. We are so happy. Isn't that, she that found so ben. hard? I would love for the the listeners to write in. Can complain pod at gmail have you ever had that experience where multiple people you knew were getting married on the same day? How did you navigate that? You know, what do you do? I mean, we already made our decision. It's already been done. <laughs> right. But, so, I mean, you would just you, be you're, telling you're us allowed, just to tell to us. No, you can let us know. But yes, the wedding we went to was up in Massachusetts for our friends, Aaron and Rob. When I tell you, I cannot wait to have Aaron as a guest on the podcast yes. because she Erin is so on top of her wedding things. And this was part of the, this is part of the, you know, again, the sticky situation we got into where we both, we wanted to celebrate both of our friends so badly. But Erin, when I tell you how on top of her things she was, that save the date was sent out like. So far in advance. So, so far, far in, in advance, advance that like literally we didn't get Casey and Ben's until. A normal time. Like a month, two months later? Yeah. It was, it was which they I, sent it at a normal time. Erin, this is no shade to you, and we'll talk about this when you come on, but she sent that save the date uh, maybe like 16 months before. Yeah, no, we've, yes, she was, she was so and far ahead of the game. And we didn't get Casey's which, until like three, four months later, but that's fine. You know, everyone's on their own timeline, and you just, I'm the same way. I want to get this done. I want to get it out the door. But, you know, we got her save the date first. And so that's the wedding we went to. And um, in spirit, we were with Casey's wedding. But Aaron's wedding was beautiful. Aaron and Rob, congratulations. Thank you for having us. We cannot wait to have you on the podcast to discuss all and complain Mm -hmm. about all things wedding. So you you and I got married in an Airbnb in South Florida. And there's so I loved our wedding. I, I think it was a great time. I think it was the right size as far as attendance, as far as venue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, there's pros and cons though with an Airbnb as oh, a wedding. hundred percent. Because at a venue, you know, they have same day coordinators on site. They have just so much stuff that they can provide you tables and chairs and I will say that to some extent our Airbnb was often used as a venue as a wedding venue mm-hmm. so they had recommendations they had, well they had certain things in place so like they did have tables and chairs no that, bug 
Well, that was something that they we got through them that they just went oh, through. And was, you're right. You're yeah. right. I was going to say we it wasn't, had to it wasn't pay included. those extra. No, yeah. I mean, it, no, it was not included, no. but it was through them. Yeah. So they had a vendor that they're exclusive with. So even though you're paying to use the property, it's like an a la carte wedding. It's like, okay, well, here's the company that we use for tables and chairs. Depending on how many tables and chairs you want, you'll then we'll tack that on to the overall cost. Yeah. Oh, you also want a bar? Okay, they can provide you the bar as well. We'll tack that on to the overall cost. So it was kind of like, like I said, like picking your own types, like I want this, I don't want this. But instead of it just being included in their general no. price, now granted, I it's don't think not that is anywhere. Unless, unless think, it's unless it's a venue that literally the tables are always there. Like, yeah, but I think that's a lot like halls, you know, like yes, yeah, and ho- like hotel ballrooms and mm-hmm. things like that. I could be wrong. But I mean, we clearly don't know because we only plan one wedding. But. And I'll never plan another. No, absolutely not. My, after the wedding, my dad said, you did such a great job. You should do this for your job. And I said, well, I really appreciate the compliment. Literally never again. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a it lot. It was really too much. And, the, and the, the funny thing is, is like, I think that we were a really good team as usual, but specifically for the wedding planning, because you mm-hmm. were really good at like dealing with the vendors and like yeah. getting things like. Like the the timeline, the scheduling the, of things, right? Like the timeline of getting <clears throat> all of the things done before the wedding. But I very much did like the, um, you know, the the decorations. Fla- I the, like you. You met with our florist, right? And yeah. like all the colors and the signage. Yeah. You were more so vision. visual optics, and I was making sure we had a place to have the right. wedding. Pay- you made sure, making the payments you made sure that on people time. Were fed. And there was music. The food, yeah. So the important stuff, but yeah. I made it look pretty. Yeah, so it's one of my favorite days. And I say all the time, mm-hmm. I wish we could relive it. But it is always fun going to other people's weddings. Yeah. I think especially after having had your own wedding. Mm-hmm. I think Because when you go to different. weddings before you have your own, which we were one of the first in our friend group to get married. I think maybe we had been to what? Mm-hmm. One and a half weddings because one was in the park and then it was very much a New York City wedding where it's like, okay, the park and then a bar afterward. Low key, beautiful, but low key. Yeah. So like we had really only been to one where it's like we're leaving the city. We're going to a venue followed by a reception at that venue. And it's more a a whole to do and a formal type of event than a a meeting and gathering of friends somewhere that, you know. And is... I mean, we'd obviously been to weddings when we were younger, but right. it's obviously different once you're old enough to like understand what's mm-hmm. happening at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And when you're with like a partner, it, I feel like changes yeah. everything, but especially once you've had your own wedding. Yeah. So it's like before your wedding, you go to people's weddings and you're like, oh my God, should we add that? Oh, do we, are we missing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think about that. And oh, I, you know, it's like you start wondering should I be copying some of these elements? But then you get to your wedding, you have your wedding. And then after that, it's like you go to everyone else's wedding. And we always joke that we're on the uh, show. Four weddings. Yeah. Uh, where's TLC? Mm, of course. The TLC show, Four Weddings, where we're like, well, we give the food 
a five out of 10, you know, right. no, and we're never judging our friends that harshly, but it's just fun to think about, mm-hmm. you know, this is how we did our wedding and seeing how everyone else does theirs. Yeah. Also, I hope I get to go to a wedding one day that is similar to a four weddings wedding because those were bizarre. Oh. The, nine times out of 10, the weddings were not normal weddings. No, it four- was like, it was like a Halloween wedding where the bride and the groom dressed as like Frankenstein. Like, like which and- to each their own. If that's your vibe, that's your right. vibe. But it's just, it was never a normal wedding. Right. It was just never something just basic. Yeah. They're like, and next up is Veronica's wedding. Veronica is doing an ancient an ancient tradition of rolling around in glue and then putting feathers on her body. I don't think. <laughs> and then it's just like always, it's always like um, that talking head of Sally being like, well, there's nothing I can stand less than the smell of oysters. Yeah. And then, well, be- and like- then here comes Becky having an oyster bar at her yeah. wedding. It's like they always set the brides up to yes. fail. They, because- they cannot put, they always put, and obviously it's the point of the show, but the four women that they choose could not be more different every time. Every and there's time. always like a cultural aspect that mm-hmm. they then like, that the other brides are low key racist yeah. about. Or they have the wedding outside. And they're like, all right, my wedding is taking place on a gravel driveway, but all of the other brides wear eight inch stilettos and then complain. Well, you knew it was going to be on a a a gravel driveway, didn't you? Right. So I hate that show. I hate pretty much any show TLC produces, but- We hate them, but we still watch them. Of course. That's how it goes. We, we will be. Them. Oh, and maybe that's what we, we will can, not be tuning yes, in. We will. we will not be tuning yes, we in. Will. Ignore what she's about to say because we will not be tuning yes, in. Yes, we will. And it's going to be a podcast episode. We're going to do reviews in our podcast of The Golden Bachelor. We will not. Yes, we will. I'll do it without you then. <laughs> It'll be we, solo we, episodes I, of me reviewing that show because. I have been watching The Bachelor for many, many a year because my mom used to watch it. So then I started watching it. I was not brought into the world truly of reality TV until I met you. Granted, we, my mom and I would You're watch welcome. like TLC, like those silly shows, like mm-hmm. Four Weddings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I think are relatively harmless, at least back then. Once I was brought into the world of The Bachelor, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say because... There were maybe a couple years where it was decent, mm-hmm. and then it really well, it got, very, no, it got very boring because they, because America would be like, oh, we want this person to be the lead. They have charisma. They're emotionally intelligent. The and second then that they, they pick, didn't pick Pete with the gap tooth to be from Rachel season. That was which first of all, I'm sure they picked him, and he mm-hmm. said no because he's actually a decent human who doesn't want to be on the show. A mature adult, exactly. grown man. They started off as like middle-aged people (laughs) who literally are desperate because they're getting to the end of their life. And they're like, we need- The end of their life. I need a partner. Oh my God. And then it started getting younger and younger. You mean to tell me- No, but I do agree with you. I know know what you're trying to say. Veronica at 23 years old needs to be the bachelorette. She can go on a hinge and match with 18 different guys in her city right now. Right. But you mean to tell me this- Bleach blonde, blue eyed, double D, 23 year old who works in finance needs a show to find somebody. But it, again, that's it, that's a thing. It has clearly no. gotten to the point where it, they're doing it for the fame. 
So, which right, so I don't, then it but, never works but, out anymore. But to me, it's like, I don't mind. You know what I mean? Like, clearly it, that is what the show has become. It has become people who maybe they'll, they'll end up finding someone and right. that's fine, but right. they don't really care because they're there to have a good time. They're there to get free food like that, like the Tim Robinson joke where he's there just to do the zip line. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're there for the fun of it all, for the trips and for right. the friendships. And they, maybe if they find love well, and they're happy. Well, that's why I think the Golden Bachelor will be refreshing because these women in their 60s and 70s, they don't need Instagram followers. I disagree with you. I think that there are plenty. First of all, I guarantee you the majority of them are going to just barely be middle-aged. I don't think they're mostly going to be like in their 70s. I think they're going to probably be mid to late 50s, early 60s, which to me, which I I don't think that that's that old. I don't think mm-hmm. that that's like. No, I don't think it's like. Old, obviously, but... that is technically entering into grandparent age. But to me, like, I want an old person. I want like an eighty-year-old who's who is widowed, but who is like not a because again, he's it's seventy-one just- who's widowed. Is he? <clears throat> yes, he's okay. widowed. I, I and he's in his seventies. I'm not going to exactly. Watch it. But we will watch it. We are not going to watch it. But to me, I want like normal grandparents yes, but i don't want you're upset be- because he's a 71 year old who's feigning handsomeness but it's at the end of the day they cannot have somebody who has both hips replaced using a walker and missing their teeth okay, well you look because at- they have to fly to california you look at- live in this okay, house what are they at- gonna do have the golden bachelor take place it in should be- shady pines retirement it- home it should be in the villages it it should the be villages, realistic, which no, is my but the whole villages reason. is not decrepit. Old. I, it's I again, it's, I agree, it's not decrepit old. But what younger I'm saying old is, people. What I'm saying is, and this goes. I'm saying this not just about the Golden Bachelor. I'm saying this about the Bachelor franchise in itself. I understand that these people want to show the best of themselves, and we're trying to make it an appealing show for people to watch. But it shouldn't be in a mansion. They shouldn't be going on these lavish, beautiful trips and doing these ridiculous dates that they will never, ever do in 10 million years. We wonder why none of these couples work out. Yeah. It's because none of it is real. It's right. just, and I'm not saying that the love that they form isn't real because <clears throat> I do believe when you are in an environment like that, you do feel like it is. I, I think it's I so- I don't think the love is real. I think they think it's real well, because, because it, it's so isolated. If, it, if it's not real, then what did I just spend? Because they quit their jobs. Right. Usually they spend thousands of dollars on new outfits, like especially the ladies for the bachelor spend so many, so much money on so many different ball gowns for rose ceremonies yeah. and things. And it's like, okay, well, if I don't leave here loving this person, because it's one thing, if you, get eliminated early and whatever, like, you know, you can probably go back to your job. You can return those dresses, but if you get to the top three, top two, but those people, you have to convince yourself that you love this person because if you made it all the way here and you don't, then I think it's, I think it's more often than not a combination of two things. I don't necessarily think that they're aware that they're not in love and they're trying to convince themselves. I think it is because they, again, are doing these incredibly romantic dates. Yeah. They are just in such a isolated little yeah. time and space where it's like- it's, Well, it's, it'll be like a week before they see the, the lead again. Right. They'll have this one-on-one 
And then they don't go on a group date right. if they have a one-on-one. They have a so week. they don't see right. them until the rose ceremony, which is like six days later or something. Head. Right. They have right. a week where they're building it up in their head. They think that it's so special. Meanwhile, he's having the exact same connection in the beginning. He's having right. very similar connections with half of the other or women. Or she, because there is the bachelorette. Right. right. They the the person who is the bachelor bachelorette is having similar connections with half the other women. And then they wonder why 10 of the women are head over heels in love. And then the man can't choose between the top five. Right. Well, this is why bachelor in paradise is the best of the the franchise because they're able to free date, you know, it's much more like a real life situation, except you're on a beach, but it's more, okay. I don't have to commit to this person. Like I Mm -hmm. give them a rose for the week. Yes. But next week they can give their rose to someone else or I can go and have multiple conversations. It truly is like what dating really is like. Mm. And so, so many successful relationships come from that part of the show because it's the most authentic, you know, and they all sleep in the same bungalows and like, whatever, they're not quarantining the people from the leads. Like everyone's around each other 24 seven for like a month. Yeah. You know, so I like that one much better. But I am hoping that maybe you will just give the Golden Bachelor a chance because I mean, no one knows. I will. Oh, okay. I'm uh, not willingly. There you go. But we live in a tiny little house. So clearly, <laughs> if it's on, I'm going to be watching it. Yes. Yes. Well, that's exciting. So we are going to dive into the fan favorite segment. As of right now, it's our only segment until yes. we come up with new segments. Yes, the first part of the episode is just us yeah, we're, just talking. No, we're, no the first part <laughs> is we're recapping, you know, because the first part is hopefully going to be guests. We are hoping. Fair. True, 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 right, true, We're true. hoping to bring guests onto the show, but we need to build cred, you know? No one wants to go on a podcast if it sucks. Well, I will say that there have been a good number of people who've reached out saying that yeah. they want to be a guest. So we are keeping you on a so list. So we're letting you all know now, yes, this last two episodes have been us speaking, but we're hoping that in the future it will be us and a guest speaking so you can learn about the guests, learn about who they are, and things of that nature. But I think that the biggest holdup in that regard is we need another mic. We uh, There are many things stopping us from mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. We have two very tiny little mics. We yeah. would need another tiny little mic for our guest. And as you can see, our couch is also relatively small for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, so there wouldn't be space for them. So we're, all of this is in we're, progress. We're in the progress. We're, we're going to figure it out. You know, maybe the guests can sit in between us. In betwixt. Betwixt. And we just kind of talk with the mic like this, like we're mm-hmm. singing a duet. That's true. We'll figure it out. But just know that in the future, eventually, hopefully sooner rather than later, it will not be us going over our week. It <laughs> will be new, interesting people uh, that you might like more than us. But we are always going to then shift into the segment of I hate that. Yes. And that is where we really go hard. Complaining will be interwoven, of course, just because that's our nature throughout the episode. But this is really the hard hitting segment of hating things. Yes. And so Mikey, I'm ready. Ask this me. last week, I kind of have to I had to rescue you and go you first. Yes. Are you prepared this week to tell me what you hate? I am more than prepared. I'm ready. What? 
about what in your life have you experienced lately that makes you say, <clears throat> I hate that. Okay. So as you may have remembered from the last episode, I am back in school. Mm-hmm. And as some of you may know, I am a chronically early person to Chronic. any sort of appointment or thing I need to be at. I need to be early. I'm usually 30 minutes early. Early is on time. On time is late. Right. And late yes. is you're done. Right. So I am chronically early, a good 30 minutes early, at the very least 15. And that is that that uh, feeling of needing to be early is exacerbated during school time. And so now that I'm back in school, I feel the need to get to school like an hour early just mm-hmm. because like I, I need to. And the past, I won't even say week, the past month, this since school started. So it's been what, two, three weeks now? Yeah. I have been late to every single class. Every single every class, class I have been late to. One class I missed. Well, that wasn't that was partially that was my your fault. fault. That was partially my fault because it I looked at the wrong day on the calendar. Entirely your fault. It was entirely my fault. I looked at the wrong day on the calendar and I booked a doctor's appointment during class time because I was looking at the wrong but day. But other than that, other everything than that, else is not her fault. Yes, truly, everything else is not my fault because, as you heard, I like to be early, so I leave my house very, 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 very early so I can get to school far before class time. And every single time, specifically the past two weeks, the trains have just not worked, just not at all worked. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what time of the day, doesn't matter what, they don't work. The other day I went to the train. This time I left 30 minutes early. So I was planning on getting to school 30 minutes early for my class. I get to the train station and the train pulls right up. Great. This, this is a good sign. I get on the train. The train pulls out of my station. And then immediately, once the whole train has left the station, it immediately just parks and just stops on the tracks. That's fun. And we sat there. We proceeded to sit on the tracks in between stations for 35 minutes with zero announcements from the train conductor, letting us know what was going on. Yep. And then the kicker of it all is once the train moved, it moved in reverse. It took me back to my original station. It took me oh back to my, my original God. station. I got off the train. I ran off the train and called an Uber only to find out later that I think I left my headphones on the train because I was so angry and frustrated and just rushing to get to the uh-huh. Uber. I called the Uber. It was a $50 Uber into the city. Mm-hmm. $50. We live what? A 15 minute car ride. It's yeah. one mile max, maybe, yeah. to get where I needed to go. $50 because well, of surge pricing. And then I was still 15 minutes late. Yeah. That's well, what I have to complain I know about today. It's, it's, they keep raising it to 90 now. And the, and the, the subway thi- ticket. Yeah. Is, and I yeah. think the logic behind it is, and not in this instance, because it turns out that it stopped working because of a signal malfunction or whatever. Yeah. So what, it's frust- what does that even mean? So it's frustrating because you were late because things were malfunctioning. And so they just stopped running the yeah. trains. But sometimes, especially midday, which is where you get caught up because like during rush hour, they're train after train after train to get people where they need to go. But midday when there's a lull, that's when they start doing all of yeah. the track work and things. So I get it. it. The prices keep going up because they are doing track maintenance and things like that. So during the day, it's a bit rough. And I respect them not trying to interfere with our rush hour hours. 
but how are things still malfunctioning? Like the signal is not working when we're paying $2.90 for the subway per ride. But I can imagine for you actually needing to be present at this class. It was very, and it's, it just, it just brings back all the memories of like school. And it's just, well, you are the type of person that has severe anxiety around being being in trouble. Yes. It's, it's the disappointment. Yeah. Disappointing. And it was very upsetting because it was, you know, it was the first and second week of class. And this is the first semester where I have completely new teachers. Mm -hmm. So last year I had, you know, a couple repeat teachers each semester. Right. So they knew me and they knew I was literally an hour early every single day to class. Mm -hmm. And this semester so far, all that the teachers know about me is that I'm late or that um, I miss class. And that could not be, that's my worst nightmare. Truly my worst nightmare. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It's, I have tried to avoid, and thankfully I work from home now because I really don't need to go on public transportation for much. Like unless we're going into the city to see a friend or something. Which is rare. It's like, I. not that we don't see friends, but like it's rare that we go into the city. Right. Well, it's just because, again, I don't want to have to deal with the public transportation. As I get older, I cannot stand other people. I, it's just so many people are incompetent. So many slow walkers in a city where it's like, we are known to be fast walkers. Why are you walking so fucking slow? Yep. And there's just Taking so many things. It's like I'm sitting on the train. I want to decompress. And all you hear is just like people yelling uh, about, you know, Jesus loves all. God will save. God bless. Thank yes. you. Uh, you know, just a smile. Just give me a smile. Give me kindness. I will give you kindness when you stop coming up into this public space yelling about nothing. The other day when I was on the train, like two days ago, coming back from school, Again, I had had a rough day because it, it was the day of the incident where I had to spend $50 on an Uber to be late. Mm-hmm. And on my train ride home, I was on a relatively empty train. I was like, thank God, I can close my eyes. I can take a breath. I can relax from the day. And then I don't even know where they got on, probably Times Square. A group, it was uh, two women. They got on the, the train and sat next to each other. And then two men separately from those women, got on, and they sat across from each other. They could have sat next to each other, but they sat across from each other, and both groups of people proceeded to practically shout at each other, have a full conversation, but they're, like, shouting. And granted, the men were sitting across from each other, so they had to shout, which I I will never understand why men can't just sit next to each other on the subway. It's one of my biggest pet peeves because they (laughs) always do that. That I don't know. That has to be what they think in their head. They, that has to be it. Because I they can't sit, sit next to my boy. Sitting next right. to my boy is gay. They will sit across from each other and they will just talk so loudly. Because what, no ha- what happens if they sit next to each other and then the subway kind of comes to a stop right. and he has to lean into his buddy just right. a little bit? He's not gay. <sighs> Why would he do that? I hate that. So instead he's going to sit across He's going to spread his legs mm-hmm. as open as can mm-hmm. be because his junk is clearly so large. He needs his legs fully manspread, and they're just going to yell across mm-hmm. the subway to each I other. I also, we need to backtrack a little bit back to that Uber because I also would just like to add to this another thing that I hate. I have not had a good Uber driver in so long. And I understand how hard that job must be. Mm-hmm. I, as if you, if you live in a big city, 
I would presume it's this isn't just people in New York, but when you get in an Uber, you want quiet. Like right. you don't want to have a conversation with your driver. But every once in a while, you will have that driver driver who will talk to you. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in a good mood, I don't mind it at all. Like if I don't have like a million things going through my head and I'm worrying about, then I'll happily entertain the conversation. Mm-hmm. And there have been plenty of times where I've had really great conversations with Uber drivers and we talk about, you know, what it's like to be an Uber, dri- Uber driver. And it's very interesting and it sounds like a really hard job. So I'm not coming for them in that sense. Mm-hmm. But it gets to the point where it feels like none of them have actually taken a driving class because I am someone who gets car sick yeah. when you are not a good driver and none of them are good drivers. They, it's it's the stop and the go, which I know that traffic plays a part in that, but it's not even the traffic because I can drive in traffic and I don't get car yeah. sick, but it's like the slamming on the gas and then immediately slamming on the brake. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. If it's because they were previously taxi cab drivers, because what I learned when taking cabs, which is very, very rare, but when we first moved to New York, Uber didn't exist, which is crazy. But I noticed when there's a meter running, they're constantly speeding up and slowing down because once they get to a light, they slow down in hopes that it'll turn red. So the meter can run while you're sitting at that red light. So when you're in a cab, watch it. For anyone who takes cabs in the city, I shit you not, when you are in a cab, wait till you get to a light and see if you can feel the car slow down. And then once they see it's not turning red, then they'll hit the gas again. Because they want it to turn red. So they have a reason to stop. So they can sit there. The ride can take longer. They can rack up more money because the meter runs, even if the car is not moving. So part of me feels like maybe it has like they left cab driving to like a residual. So it's like, they're just used to, but yeah, so often. And the cars are also like, there's clearly something that's not quite right with the cars. Like the shock absorbers are garbage Yeah, because when I had to take an Uber, like a month ago when I had that really bad back issue, mm-hmm. the car, the sh- there were, we were going over bumps and I thought I was sitting on a hubcap being dragged <laughs> by a car because every bump I thought my spine was going to collapse. It was so painful. My back. No, truly. You were literally that SpongeBob character. Your yeah. back was out. No, I, uh, there, the only time I've had pleasant experiences in Uber is when it's a female Uber driver, which shout out to Uber for this new feature that I just saw that they're releasing. Hmm. You saw that, right? Oh, you can like, you can request to have a woman driver. If uh, a woman can request to have a woman driver. But they can't guarantee you can request it, but they can't guarantee that they'll be able to give that to you. And women drivers, at least here in the city are so rare that it's like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. But it's a good start. Listen. Yeah. Credit I mean, listen, due. I I want to support taxi cab drivers, but there's never been a situation where I've taken a cab and it's been so much cheaper than an Uber yeah. that I feel like it's worth it because, and I know Uber's corrupt and they don't pay their drivers like they should and stuff, but as a customer, I can share my ride yeah, with you. it's a safety thing. They have like a, a button where it's like, if yeah. you feel uncomfortable, immediately it calls 911. It's like, I don't mind paying the extra $4 that the Uber fare comes out to than the taxi because those safety options. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, well, I'm sorry about that public transportation. I mean, Me it's just one of those love-hate things, the toxic relationship I don't of love living the, in New York. No, I don't love the subway. It's a hate-hate no, thing. No, well, listen, for what it's worth, I will say that 
the availability of public transit in the city is incredible. Yeah, I, we can't I do, take that for granted. I do love that it is a thing. I mean, we don't have a car, so mm-hmm. thank God it's right. a thing. And it sounds perfect, but obviously, yeah, there's a lot. The of city fault. just needs to kind of get it together. Yeah, they're introducing these like new subway cars, and for what? Right. Like, just fix the actual stations and right. the signals that never work for some reason. Yeah, they're fixing all the wrong issues. Yes. All right. Well, I guess I'll just dive into what I've been thinking about this week. Which is what? Tell us. Share. I don't know that I will. Hmm. I'm just joking. (laughs) So, yes. Something that I just cannot fathom and something that I hate is... So, this week was the VMAs. Hmm. We also used to watch Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yes. Until they got rid of Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron, which like, excuse me. That was the beginning Who of the Who the end. fuck are you to take Tom Bergeron, America's just, I don't even know, like Saint. America's patron saint of funny home videos. Yes. And dancing stars and give them the can. What did he do? I, I want to know. I, uh, Tom, I, we're going to ask you to be on the podcast. Uh, Tom, if you're listening to this, Tom, come please on, come Tom, on. please be Tell a us guest, what Tom. I need the tea. I hope the NDA is up yep. because that I felt like one of those old women. Like I felt like a Helen on Facebook where it's like, I will no longer be watching. You lost my viewership. They did. They I, lost ours. I ended up becoming that person because I was outraged. We, I think we watched a couple episodes. And Tyra Banks sucked. Yeah. Sucked. Yes. I'm sorry it to Tyra. It was like, why? We're, like, why? The audacity of her to talk the shit she talked during America's Next Top Model, but then be the garbage host that she no, was is Tyra, it was she was trying to be funny when she wasn't. It's like you watch Dancing with the Stars because you know it's an older person show, right? It's like I want Tom Bergeron's old man camaraderie and jokes. Well, even Erin Andrews, like she, Erin Andrews was a mess. She was a God mess, lover. But, but like her and Tom, he right made it work. Right. right, and she was always like flubbing her lines. And then I think they were trying fine. to reach a younger generation, which like we were already there, right? Like, yes, your audience is predominantly older folks, but, sure. But the stars but, that but they the have stars, on are for young right. people, like. You know, it's like, okay, you expect to have Jojo Siwan and not have younger people watch. Like, so it was a good mix already. Don't fuck with the host. Yeah. Especially when she's going to come on. She's going to enter the ballroom. Like, it's America's Next Top Model. She Mm -hmm. would be like, for our YouTube viewers at home, I'm strutting and For the the listeners, she's she's putting on a show right now for the camera. Yes, if you want to see the show I'm putting on, you can go view it on YouTube. But for the listeners, it's giving she would like suck in her cheeks and smize. You know, her big old smize thing that she does. And it was just like, this is not a runway. This is not about you. Your jokes are not funny. She was always flubbing the lines on the monitor. It was just giving flop. Literal flop era. Yep. And then they it flopped and then, so much they moved it to Disney Plus. Yeah. Where again, your audience 
is older people. They do not know how to stream Disney+. Plus. And not only would they, in theory, not know how to stream it, but why would they subscribe to Disney right. Plus just for Dancing they with the Stars? They probably don't I'm even sorry. have a credit card. These are people who still pay with things with the check. <laughs> Can I mail Disney my check to watch Tom Bergeron talk about mm. dancing? Oh, Helen, he's not uh, the host anymore. Who is it? Her name is Tyra Banks. Who? And I, listen, I'm going to be completely I honest. Mean, I don't know that young people wanted Tyra either. I'm so over Tyra. But again, these are people who are not going to download Disney+. Plus. Anyway, it's coming back. Tyra's gone. It's Alfonso and, and Julianne, Julianne Huff, Huff. Which Alfonso, it's funny because it used to be Tom Bergeron at America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. It, it, and wa- then it was What's-His-Face from Full House. The the dad from Full House, maybe like twelve billion Before years Tom, ago. I think as it, as long as I can I'm always remember, sure, it was I always. Don't, I don't Tom. know. I think Tom. Yeah, I think it was him. Then Tom Bergeron, and then Alfonso took over. Yes, but now Alfonso's taking over this gig. So it's like, dude, get your own gigs. Like I think he might have a shrine to Tom Bergeron at home because he keeps stealing his job. But it's also not that I have anything against Alfonso, but I don't know that he is. No, he's a, a good. He's a good dancer. No, no, I remember he was oh. on Dance with the Stars. He right. was on Dance with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. But um, nothing against Alfonso. But I don't know why they keep using him as a replacement for Tom. I don't think he's like they're the type of funny that Tom is. Like I think they're yeah. completely different energies. Right. Yeah, again, I think there's just this chronic need to appeal to a more youthful, but but Alfonso's in the middle because he's not of this generation. He's just below Tom's generation. It's a weird thing. Yeah. It's weird. But anyway, I'm ha- I'm happier with him and Julianne than I am uh Tyra. Yeah. But I just don't know why maybe Tom is like fuck you all. I, I also don't think you. that it's interesting that Julianne is hosting right instead of judging. Yeah. Because because Derek was judging. Is he judging? I think he's judging again. I don't know. Rest in peace, Len Goodman. Oh. Rest in Rest peace. Rest in peace. Listen, Rest I'm sorry. Peace, if you did, if you, Rest now that in peace. no one else can get a Len from ten, which means from from Len a ten. The ten. Oh. Oh. Anyway, my whole point of this was I hate how big networks can have such a budget but then be so low production. Dancing with the Stars is sometimes guilty of it. Not all the time. I would but say sometimes. for the most part, they really At least are when Tyra time. was on there. It well, because was, it's, it is live. It's a live yeah. show. But, and most, they really, but mostly, so my point is they have choreography, people spinning and going and whatever, and the camera work is boom, 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 because they have rehearsals. Right. The VMAs, I have not watched in a, in a while. Okay. I watched it a lot growing up, and we tuned in this year. Every year, to my conscious, sentient knowledge, has the VMAs never once not been a complete clusterfuck shit show. Yeah, the cameraman falls over. They're yeah. like they're you know looking at the audience when they should be looking at the stage. No. The mics don't work. What are you doing, MTV? It's like they throw it together last minute. And it's, it's like, like they forget the day that they scheduled it for. I would rather you pre-record the MTV yeah. and ed- awards and edit it than have to deal with the the, the the audio is never right. Like Demi Lovato singing and she has pipes on her and I know she sounded good, but it didn't sound like she sounded good because 
the music is louder than her yeah. voice. And it's just never right. These video, these award shows just never get it right. Camera and audio. -wise. I think there are very few things that should be live. Saturday Night Live, mm -hmm. period. And Dancing with the Stars. I'll say Dancing with the Stars is fun live. They do it live. They I think do they it do well it really live. well. And, yeah. it, and it, it it's rare that anything wild happens, but sometimes right. things do Right. Well, if they fall, happen. it's important, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't get how you can have such a big budget and fuck it up so bad. But also too, it's like, let's stop trying to switch up the formula. Don't fix what's not broke. Dancing with the Stars has been on the air since I literally remember speaking to my sixth grade English teacher about Dancing with the Stars. And it had been on for seasons before that. Yeah. It's like, it is a recipe that works. All ages enjoy the show. But I look, I don't know if you saw the cast list. No, I was literally just Other thinking, than, imagine it's like Ash and Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Oh my God. They all, they love Stop. a redemption story on no, Dancing with the other Stars. Than, well, they have Jamie Lynn Spears on Oh, I do remember you sent me that. They have Jamie Lynn Why Spears Why they on. would have her instead of Britney is beyond me. I couldn't tell you a single other person. I don't recognize who these people are. Hold the list. Some of them are too old for me to know. Some of them are too young. I, it's just, and the same thing with watching the VMAs. Who are any of these people? Any of them. The rappers, the K-pop bands, the pop stars, the, I don't know them. I, I knew Lil Wayne. I knew Nicki Minaj. I knew Taylor Swift. The Timbaland and- Timbaland and, and Sync. So um, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. Okay, so in a way, this award show was kind of nostalgic and geared towards our yeah. generation as far as performances go. But when it came to who was winning, I have no fucking clue. The two- yeah. People that I knew that are new of this generation, Olivia Rodrigo and Ice Spice. Yeah. I don't know who anyone else is. And I don't like feeling old. <sighs> I literally am that geriatric person that's like, this music, this ruckus, it all sounds the same. But who are you? I don't know who these people are. And these names keep like Lil Dirk. What is the, that a name? That's a name. Well, I thought you made it up. No, who the, what the fuck is a Dirk? <laughs> And why is all rappers Lil? Like after Biggie, <laughs> they, they, all, they all just smaller. all were like, you know what? We can't be bigger than Biggie. So we're all Lil. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know why the fascination with the Lil. Lil Pump, Lil Peep, Lil this, Lil that. Lil Uzi Vert. Lil fucking Big Toe. I, it's just <laughs> Lil a little Big Is that like Lil Big Town? Oh, yeah. That uh, that's actually my rap. There's name. Lil Nas X, little Lil Nas X, which we stand in this house. We stand Lil Nas X. He's the, he's the only Lil that I care about. Yeah, I don't know. I just I hate when things make me feel old. Yeah, but ultimately, I just don't get how networks can be so out of touch. They've been doing this for decades, and you would think that they would get the formula right by now. Yeah, on what their viewers want to see and without fail they always find a way to fuck it up always so yeah i don't know i'm interested to see how this dancing with the stars season goes i imagine it's going to be bigger and better because they're bringing it back from disney plus they yeah, have it'll new be hosts. Live, they're going to revamp presume. it 
I don't know who any of these people are, but I have a feeling that they'll tug at my heartstrings with their story. Oh, of course. They Jamie Lynn is going to go home first. And poor I'm Alan, very interested. Her, her partner is Alan. I know. And we love Alan. And he doesn't deserve that. His All his Instagram comments are just negative, not towards him, but just like, Alan, why would they do this to you? Yeah. Why would they give it? She's going to go home first. Mm-hmm. I actually, maybe she won't. Because they say, oh, it's how many voters, it's how many, you know, people call in and vote. But it like also the bachelor, has to do with the, the ratings the, a little bit or the the judges. Yeah. But but like the bachelor, they can say the producers don't have a hand in who stays, but we know they do. I and have I a have feeling she'll stay for a couple episodes, yeah. two or three. She'll probably go into like week three and then it'll get because to the point where it's like no one is literally no one is voting for her, and so they can't hide that fact anymore and she goes home. But also the the formula for the show is typically the second or third week is when they do like the, the redemption, growth, the story. redemption story, and the redemption arc. Yeah, which clearly is why she's on, and that's when uh, like she needs to make it to episode two or three so she can give her sob story. Britney's Instagram post. Can't wait to see it. There, I mean, I don't even think unhinged is the word. Incoherent. And it worries me. It I, does I worry really, me. I'm not trying to her. be mean. It really does worry. Like people say, oh, she's fine. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, in the sense that like, I just think she really needs, you know, therapy, which she clearly is well, traumatized yeah. from. Understandably so. I think but, it's beyond therapy. I yeah. mean, it's like genuinely, I need someone to look at her Instagram captions. I need them to read it allowed and then tell me if anything of what she says makes sense well there is someone on tiktok there's this girl who i think she said that she's like from the same town that like britney's originally from and she reads it in the accent mm. and like she does like she, it's basically like she puts on a performance of reading my the sister captions. jamie lynn they're so good me in my trailer a tooth flake is worth a corn snack and i said you will never tie me down again and my Boyfriend wants to know when a pit pop is a hit hop. Is that what it said? Here. I'll go on her page right now and I'll read one. Let me try it. Not to take that uh, TikToker's idea, but let me see if I can understand where she's coming from. Okay, here's one of her. Oh, that one doesn't have a caption. Are we on the phone? Where is she? It's like Alice in Wonderland. Only God knows as asterisk, 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 asterisk. <laughs> that one didn't like make sense. Like a riddle. Okay. Um, all of her naked dancing. Day before Mexico, me and Cheetah Print. The advanced camera planted in Mexico has me needing dental work. Hmm, interesting. How set ups are nice. I had no idea. Did you read all those words? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. What do you mean? I'm embarrassed as hell. Like a lost idiot, I heard music and horns from my car. I walked in like a deer in headlights and bad had no idea I was being recorded from all sides. I'm only human and I have no idea what the hell is going on with my hair, but I made a pit stop in Mexico. I'm headed to Italy. Now to grab my favorite spaghetti and meatballs. I know the owner there, so hopefully he can get me through the back door. That one was the most sensical one that I read. (laughs) The most cohesive. It's Ugh. concerning. Yeah. But I know 
the posts are going to be filled with riddles. There's a snake in the thorn bush, and that's my sister, Jamie Lynn. Yep. And I can't. <laughs> She's going to say, they didn't even ask me to be on the show. With two flecks of a corn track, bird flew over the cuckoo nest. My sister, Jamie, said to me, Sissy, I'm on this with stars. Okay, moving on. I'm going to choke. And two pecks in a bushel? It's not the saying. I don't know. Anyway, it's <laughs> bizarre. It's really bizarre. Oh, well, this has been fun, folks. Every, That's what we're ending on? Every day I wonder how we're going to get canceled. And maybe that's it. This is the episode. Today's the episode. But seriously, to go back to what we were saying at the beginning before I do my fade out theme song, if anyone out there can produce a theme song pro bono, please let us know. Do you know what pro bono means, by the way? Because I don't know what it means. Is it really pro bono? Chaz Bono? Chaz Bono. There's Bono and then there's Bo Chaz Bono, which is Cher's son. But I don't know technically. I don't know where it came from. Is it pro bono? I don't know where the term comes from. Chaz Bono. Pro bono. Let's look it up and then we'll wrap it up because our viewers probably at home are more intelligent than us and already know what pro bono means. But if you're like me and you're almost 20 nine years old, 28 and a half, and you have no idea what pro bono is. And you just, every time someone says it in life, you're like, mm -hmm. um, okay. The term pro bono, which is short for pro bono publico is a Latin term that means for the public good. Although the term is like often volunteer. used in different contexts to mean the offering of free services. Oh, so I was right. I used it correctly. No, you use it correctly. I just didn't know. Mm. I don't know where it, like the Latin. Latin originates, like what it originates from pro bono. Publico. Publico. Well, again, if anyone out there wants to be pro bono and Chaz Bono, our theme song, we need one. And until then, scoop a doo 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 bow wow. This has been Can Complain. See ya. Bye. Oh, wait, pause. <clears throat> Reverse. Remember, folks. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Can Complain Pod. If you have thoughts about what we said today, if you want to have a topic that we can complain about, so maybe you have complaints, you can send a voice note or an email to cancomplainpod at gmail.com. Remember to like. Remember to subscribe where you subscribe to your podcast. That way, every time we post a new episode, it's immediately in your library. Um, yeah, just be good to us. And we hope to be good to you and produce more funny content for your um, liking. Okay. Um, and thank you again for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. This has been Can Complain. Adios. Scoot-a-doo-doo-doo. Bye.